Hello everyone and welcome to Philosophy and Fiction in Modern Spain. I'm Dr. Todd Mack from Hillsdale College. Today I'll be discussing La Función Vital de la Verdad, uh, The Vital Function of Truth, which is chapter two of Julian Marías's Introduction to Philosophy, which was published in 1947. So Julian Marías is a Spanish philosopher. He was born in 1914 and he died just in 2005, not too long ago. Uh, and he's widely considered the most important uh, Spanish philosopher after Ortega y Gasset, uh, so more uh, modern than Ortega. And uh, he's important for a couple of reasons. Uh, he's one of the great uh, commentators on Ortega's thought that we have. Uh, he wrote a, uh, an extensive history of philosophy. And then he also wrote this Introduction to Philosophy, uh, which was published in 1947. And um, it's, uh, it's an important piece of philosophical work on its own, I think. Uh, and just today for class, we just talked about chapter two of this book. It's called The Vital Function of Truth. And it's Marias's sort of best shot at... Uh, at what is the truth and why does it matter and um so uh, i'm just going to try and walk you through his argument uh from here so uh maria says that there are basically two kinds of truth there's a truth that just kind of is it just uh it sits behind us he calls this a belief so there's a belief that just kind of permeates our existence, it informs the way that we live, and we don't usually think about it a lot or question it. Uh, and then there are beliefs or truths uh, that we arrive at. So there are the kind, there's the kind of belief that just is, and there's a kind of belief that we come to, and these are two uh, important um, dif different things. Um, so he says, we all live inside of a system uh, of interconnected beliefs. And everybody's system is kind of different. In some ways, uh, our systems can be really different. But basically, we're all kind of headed in the right direction because our systems are pretty similar. So, um, you know, I believe that I'm a human and that you're a human and that I'm not dreaming and that you're not dreaming and that this is reality and, uh, and that there are, you know, decent ways of living and, you know, we should do those things. And uh, as long as they don't come into question, our belief system just sort of guides us as we as we move along. But eventually, uh, sooner or later, Maria says, we are going to come up against fissures in our system. So there will be cracks in the system. Sometimes the cracks are small and sometimes the cracks are really big. Uh, and if the crack is big enough, then it will kind of stop us in our tracks. And we can't really move forward until we've dealt with this uh, with this with this crack in our system. Uh, now, you can just kind of willfully say, I'm going to pretend that this thing doesn't exist, but that's uh, it's not an ideal way <laughs> of living. The best way is to, is to confront this crack in your system. And um, <clears throat> so uh, if I confront this, this crack in my system, then I'm going to have to think. And that's really what thought is for Marias. 
thinking is where we face the crack in a system and we try to figure out what's going on. We try to get to the truth of, of what's going on. We try to figure out why there's a hole in our system. And when we do that, we may, uh, we will eventually come to something that we can hold on to that will allow us to live once again. And that thing that we hold on to, that's truth uh, for, uh, for mighty S. So truth, one definition of truth would be the thing that we hold on to that allows us to progress when we find a fissure in our system of belief. So <clears throat> explain that to students and immediately the question arises. So then is this just a subjective thing? Is this just a, uh, is this just a, a matter of um, I, you know, whatever helps me get out of bed in the morning is truth. And so truth is subjective. It's just in the eye of the beholder. And Mighty S clearly does not believe this. So there are a few different, uh, historically, there have been kind of a, a few different ways of looking at truth. There's a way that's, um, that says that truth is about correlation. So if I'm looking at my desk right now and I see a water bottle and I say, that's a water bottle, that's a true statement because that thing that I'm pointing at, it actually is a water bottle. So when the words that we say correspond to the reality around us, that's truth. This is getting back to like Aristotle and Plato, Aquinas, um, this is the idea that truth it has to do with correspondence with reality. Uh, there are other ways of thinking about truth. There have been people who have said, well, it's, truth is interesting because it seems like truth is kind of based on language. Like the, the reality that you experience is really based on the language that you speak. And different languages have different terms for different things. And some languages don't have any terms for some things. And so those things, it's almost like they don't even exist for those people. Um, and... So that can, that's one way to kind of problematize this idea of just, just words corresponding to reality as truth because there are some words that correspond to reality in some languages and other words that correspond to different kinds of reality in other languages and it gets kind of messy. Uh, there's also um, uh, just pure like subjectivism that would say that r reality only exists in my head and so whatever I say is true is true. Uh, there's, um, there's a kind of constructivist model of, of, of truth that says that, uh, truth is something that we create together as a society. And so the reason why, uh, why we have different roles for men and women in society is because society decided on those things. And if we want that to change, then all we have to do is, uh, snap our fingers and tell society, Hey, stop being a uh, knuckleheads and, uh, and we could, uh, we could just do away with the whole system because the system is just what people have said it is going to be. And so, uh, so we can change that. Some people say that truth is whatever everybody agrees on. That's truth. Um, and some people say that truth is, uh, is whatever works. This is called um, pragmatism. Uh, and probably the strongest components of pragmatism are like Purse or William James or... Uh, uh, do we, these are people who say that truth is, if you think that something is true and then you act on that truth and then it works out, then, then that must be truth, or at least it's, it's leading you in the direction of truth. And I think my yes, uh, is falling, 
into that camp of, of pragmatism here. So he's not saying that truth is whatever you like or whatever makes you feel good. Um, he's saying when you come across a problem, and it's, it's the kind of problem that really affects you. This is, so he's not really interested in just information for the sake of information, but the kind, the kind of truth that you need to know in order to know what your next step is, how to move forward. If you've ever said, I don't know what to do, that's the moment that Mighty S is really interested in. You found a fissure, you found a crack in your system. And so you say, I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm going to think about it. So you think it, you explore this problem, you stick your head right down in the crack and you try to figure out what's going on. And then uh, when you do, whatever conclusion that you come to, that you hold on to, that you're able, that's able to help you move forward, uh, that's, that's truth. Now, uh, there's a difference between that kind of truth and um, uh, what you might call like capital T truth. So... There's truth that just exists, and Marias is, is careful to point out that truth exists independent of me. So there is a truth out there that existence exists without me. <laughs> but he says there's really no point in even talking about that truth uh, unless you're talking about it in terms of the way that it impacts humans. So it's tied to, to you and it's tied to me. It's tied to our circumstances, and this is where we get Ortega into this conversation. Truth is tied to our circumstances. So there is a truth that exists outside of me. That would be like big capital T truth. And the only way for me to, to get closer to that truth is by paying attention to my circumstances, recognizing the cracks in my system, and then confronting those, thinking about them, and then trying to move forward in the best way possible. Uh, so this means that because we are all in different circumstances, we're all tied to reality in different ways. There are different connections between me and the world around me than there are between you and the world around you. Uh, and you have a, you're working off of a different set of beliefs than I am. Then the cracks that you find along the way are going to be different than the cracks that I find along, along my way. And because of that, because we're living in this complicated system of circumstances, or Tagian circumstances, then it's entirely possible, in fact, probable, likely, that the truth that you find when you confront cracks in your system are, is going to be different than the truth that I find when I confront cracks in my system. And this is the way that Marias explains uh, how people, good, like right-thinking, smart people, can come to different conclusions about things and both still be working towards truth getting towards truth and he says that truth is not truth is not uh uh it's not democratic <laughs> it's not uh we don't line up truths horizontally Tr truth tends to uh, work itself out uh, in a hierarchy and that there are some truths that guide us more than others. And because uh, our lives are complicated and we have complicated uh, sets of beliefs, it's entirely possible, in fact probable, that our, uh, our beliefs about things will often come in conflict. So I may believe one thing, and I may also believe another thing, and those two things might be in conflict with each other. And uh, eventually we're going to have to confront that. That's a, that's a fissure in the system. It's a crack in the system. There's something wrong. And Maria says, you know, there are a couple of possibilities. Uh, so let's say I believe thing A and I believe thing B, and they're both 
uh, you know, reasonable things to believe. Um, the example that I use in class today is, you know, I might believe that Adam and Eve are the first humans because I believe in the Bible. I'm a Christian. I believe in the Bible. The Bible says they're the first humans. I believe they're the first humans. You say, do you believe Adam and Eve are the first humans? I would say, yeah, I believe in the Bible. The Bible says they were, so I believe that. Uh, and then they might say, uh, do you believe God created the earth? And I would say, yeah, I do. And then they would say, well, what do you think about evolution? I'd say, makes sense. <laughs> uh, it, it makes sense. Um, and they might say, well, what do you think about, you know, who made the cave paintings in Shove Cave 30,000 years ago? And I was like, I don't know. Was it Adam and Eve? Uh, I don't know. It seems unlikely. Um, but, you know, I believe uh, uh, there are two competing systems of belief here. And they don't always mesh with each other. And to say that they do would be wrong because they don't always. There are some times where you just kind of have to throw your hands in the air and say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what was going on in Shove Cave 30,000 years ago. I don't know where uh, Adam and Eve were uh, or how those two systems fit together. So Maria says, okay, this is, this is a crack in the system. And there's going to be a few ways to think about it. Uh, so if I confront that, then I may find out that uh, that A is true. Adam and Eve are the first parents, and the Shove Cave thing is, uh, it will make sense in some other way, but uh, it, it was false. What I thought about that, that it was humans 30,000 years ago painting in the caves, that was wrong. I may come to that conclusion. I may also, as I think about it and use reason, uh, I may come to the conclusion that there really were humans uh, making paintings in Shove Cave 30,000 years ago. And that Adam and Eve could not, therefore, have uh, been alive. And so uh, I may have to discard that belief and hold on to this other truth. And then he says there may also be, uh, and very often is, a higher truth that we don't understand. That if we did, it would make both of those things make sense. And that they could actually both be true, even though they appear to be in conflict right now. They may actually both be true. But uh, I would need a further truth to be able to reconcile the two. And so a lot of what we do in life, and this is why he talks about philosophy is like fundamental to life, because you have to think these things through. You have to be able to confront these issues, and you have to, uh, you have to think through them and come to some conclusions. And you will find truths that you will hold on to. And some of them will be like bedrock things that you will, you'll be able to hold on to for a long time. But... Because the world is uh, complicated and things, are, circumstances are complicated, it's entirely possible that your system could change. Your system could change radically. You may realize that your whole system is just a big fissure. It's just a big crack and that you have to get rid of it and adopt a, a different system. And uh, people who are familiar with like religious conversion, religious conversion is something like that. It's where you come to a realization that the system that you had uh, is not uh, compatible with uh with re with reality and so you confront it you search for truth you find truth and then you build your life around uh that new system of beliefs um so that's uh that's the f vital function of truth is that it's not just about knowing things but it's about the way that the things that we know help us or don't help us to move forward. The truth is connected to life in an important way. And that's, uh, that's Marias.
That's it for now. Thanks for listening. If you find this show helpful, I encourage you to go to anchor.fm slash philosophy and fiction and offer a monthly donation. Don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app of choice and please recommend the show to your friends. Feel free to reach out with questions or feedback by finding me on Twitter at Todd K. Mac or emailing me at tmac at hillsdale.edu. You can also go to toddkmac.com to find a list of all my shows. This semester I have one on beginning Spanish and one on the hero's journey in masterpieces of film. Until next time, so long.